So, we met online. This is a podcast about love, sex, and everything in between the world of online dating. I'm Erica. And I'm Chris. Welcome to So We Met Online. If you're looking for more information, find us online at SoWeMetOnline.com and all social media at So We Met Online. Today's podcast is sponsored by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash so we met online. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So Erica, over the course of the last few seasons, we've had a lot of Q&A episodes. We have. We've talked about various questions that have come in and we sit and answer those. Yeah, because generally if one person's asking that question, other people have the same question. Right. And this season, we started off talking about questions about before the date. Right, getting the to date. the date, sure. Then we talked about questions on the date, first dates and yep. on the date. And so I thought, how about if we find some questions about relationships after mm-hmm. you've been dating somebody for a little while? Love it. Well, I did. I found three questions clients have asked me recently, and like we've done before, I will read the question, my answer, and then we will discuss. Very cool. So, uh, this is from a, a younger woman. She's, I believe, 24 or 25, and she says to me, I wanted to reach out to you for advice with the current guy I'm seeing. Neither of us is really experienced in having a serious relationship. He's expressed in text messages and one in-person conversation about wanting to become more physically intimate. But since he's a shy person and I'm introverted, it's hard to really get past the wall between dating and having a relationship, if that makes sense. I kind of feel his anxiety and nervousness and then that rubs off on me and makes me close off. Also, I don't really want to go from one extreme to being really physical without some sort of progression. It just feels awkward and forced to me. He wanted to have the conversation via text message, but I suggested we talk the next time we meet in person, which will be this week. Do you have any advice on this type of situation? When do I not have advice? (laughs) (laughs) I do love my job. So here's what I said. I'm really glad you suggested talking in person. Text message is no way to have an important conversation since it's so hard to gauge someone's tone and body language. All of that said, I think your best bet is to have a date in a more intimate setting, like one of your apartments. Have you done that yet? Like cooking dinner together or ordering in and watching a movie. Then, rather than talking about the physical stuff, you can actually be gradually doing it. I can't tell, though, when you talk about physical intimacy if you're talking about kissing or sex or something in between. As in, just how shy is he? As for going from dating to a relationship, there is no magic thing that happens that creates the transition. It's more that you're wanting to spend more and more time together and not seeing other people. What actually defines the relationship is a conversation about being exclusive. Then you're in a relationship. Dating is just the first stage of any relationship, and you'll still be dating when you're in it, too. Happy to chat if you like. I really like a lot of what you said in there thank you the challenge i think when you have two people who are introverted or shy when it comes to physical connections in theory again everybody's different Mm -hmm. but in theory they'll also be shy about talking about Mm -hmm. it too right 
And unfortunately, in a lot of relationships, people don't talk about sex. They don't talk about what they like. They don't talk about how much they need. They don't talk about any of these things. Which is unfortunate. Which is very unfortunate. And most people are talking about sex either during sex or after sex. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that, yep. But not while they're just having normal conversations. Right, and during sex, you think anyone's really paying attention to what you're talking about? <laughs> no, no. I mean, other than a little left, a little right, then maybe I'm listening. <laughs> Even that's good communication, <laughs> yes. but, but, you know, people are not having the conversation the next day and saying, you know, I really liked how you did this with me last night, or mm -hmm. I really liked how we did this together. Mm -hmm. And those are important conversations to have in any relationship. So... I do like, and this is the next part of it, creating an environment of comfort in a more intimate setting where that can naturally progress. Exactly, because if you're at a bar or a restaurant, I mean, how comfortable would anyone be talking about physical intimacy? Depends but, on if you're talking about TJF girl from season one. Oh boy, season from season one. one? Yeah, that's true. Well, she wasn't <laughs> talking about intimacy. She was just... <laughs> She was pretty much already ready to go intimacy. in the restaurant. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, you know, if you get yourself, I mean, there's something to be said, too, for, like, home turf, you yes. know? Especially in a relationship like this where both people know they're shy, at least if you're in someone's apartment, it's someone's home turf. And, you know, there, it's no coincidence that more sports teams win their games <laughs> when they're playing on their home turf because they're familiar with it. They're more comfortable there. And I will, full disclosure, even for myself, who I would like to argue, I know what I'm doing. I will still, <laughs> oh boy. I will actually still invite people over to make dinner and to sure. watch a movie. Because even when you're not introverted or shy and you know what you want, those types of things help set the mood. Absolutely. And like you said... That activity can progress throughout the evening. So as you're making food, you can reach over and hug each other. Right. As you are running to get something out of the refrigerator, a casual kiss could happen. Right, exactly. A back massage, whatever it is. Because exactly. I think she was really concerned that it would go from zero to 60 right. in a day. Right. Anything else about that? No. Before, okay, so let's move on to the next question. This question is also from someone on the younger side, mid-20s, a male this time. And he says to me, and I'm obviously not sharing the names, she, his girlfriend, is looking for an apartment for us to share next year. It'll be 10 months until we move in there, but as of now, we've only been together eight months. I'm kind of on the fence about this. I'm not entirely sure I'm ready to commit to this type of relationship when I've only had one relationship so far. What do you think about it? And my response is, I have many thoughts. Which, <laughs> again, surprises nobody. Uh, first, I agree wholeheartedly that moving in with someone is a big commitment. Is it committing to any more than moving in? No, it's not marriage, it's not engagement, but it's still a big deal. And, in my opinion, it's much too early to be looking for an apartment 10 months in advance. I have to ask this. Are you more scared because it's a big commitment in general or because you're not sure about your girlfriend? The latter obviously has more implications. Do you think more time with her will help you clarify that? Or will you always be thinking, what if? Now these aren't questions you have to answer for me. They're just ones for you to think about. In the short term, 
I'd recommend having an honest, open talk with her. Tell her that since this is so new, you both being in relationships, you're just not there yet and you never want to feel like you're making a decision prematurely. Reassure her that you love her. I'd suggest she get whatever apartment she wants and then as it gets closer to the time to move in, you can discuss it further. Believe it or not, I've been in that situation. It seems like a lot of these questions, as we said, we have... Very relatable. Yeah, are very relatable. I was with somebody for 10 months and my lease was about to expire in just a couple months. You know, it wasn't a distance thing. It was happening, but we had been together for 10 months. And the conversation came up about moving in with each other. And we had basically two months to kind of decide if that's what we were going to do or not. Mm -hmm. And we sat down and we had a pretty lengthy conversation about all aspects of doing it or not doing it. And ultimately, we decided not to do it Mm -hmm. and push that out for another year and say, I'll sign another lease for myself, a one-year lease, and we'll figure it out again next year. Mm -hmm. I think it was the best decision that we could make because we just, even after 10 months and things were going very well, Mm -hmm. we didn't know really if we were ready for that level of commitment. Sure, you're still getting to know each other. Exactly. I will say this as part of this conversation. Do not decide that you need to move in with each other because you feel it will be financially beneficial to both of you. Do we already have this conversation or did you and I have it privately? I think we had it privately, okay. but I wanted to, and if I we, feel like I'm having deja vu yeah, right now. And if, sorry to our listeners if we like just talked about this last week. Yes. If this is something that we've mentioned before, repeat because it's that important. <laughs> but I, I can't agree more. You know, it should not be a question of, well, rent will be cheaper, so I better move in with someone. Right. The only reason you should be considering moving in with each other is because your relationship is progressing to a point where you can see yourself spending 24-7 amount of time with that person. And not because... Well, not 24-7. Right, I know. I wouldn't want anyone to... First of all, I don't even want to spend 24-7 with myself. It's not, <laughs> it's not healthy yeah, to spend that much when time When I with say someone. 24-7, yes, I don't physically mean every waking moment of the day. But I'm That's saying a full relation, a I full-time under- relationship. I understand. Someone to come home to. Got right. it. Let's take a break here. And then after the break, we have one more question to discuss about being in a relationship. Okay, great. Eric and I wanted to take a moment to say thank you to all of our loyal and new listeners. It has been an exciting year for us, and the show has become more popular than ever. We are super excited about 2019 and all of our upcoming episodes. A new season of our podcast will return shortly. But while you wait, connect with us throughout social media, share a link to the show with your friends, tell us what topics drive you crazy in the world of online dating, and maybe you'll be asked to join us on an upcoming episode of... So, we met online. Welcome back, everyone. So, Erica, we've covered a few topics around being in a relationship. Yeah, we talked about physical intimacy. We talked about moving in. How about a question related to staying friends with your exes? Yeah, so this is actually a question I got not too long ago from a male client in his early 40s and he wrote to me so I've been seeing this woman for the last four months and I'm noticing that there are things that make us incompatible romantically 
Granted, he did not share with me what those things were. Just mm-hmm. keep that in mind. But I really like spending time with her. Do you think she'd be open to staying friends if we break up? I'm curious, before I read you what I put, how would you answer that as a guy? Well, it's interesting because I've actually managed to stay friends with a good majority of my exes. Mm-hmm. Even the really serious ones? No. <laughs> okay, so, well, that's... That's important to know. So for several of the women who I've dated long term, and when I say long term, you know, maybe six months plus or even years, those women, once we break up for one reason or another, and I think there's some, you know, we can talk about why this happens. Mm -hmm. I do not stay friends with them. Mm -hmm. Now, that's a combination of their choice or how the relationship ended or my choice right but for the most part if it was a long-term relationship i no longer stay friends with them i actually agree with you that that's how i am too so if i go out with somebody for a few times i don't think we're compatible to date but i like the person enough it's much easier to transition into a friendship when you haven't invested anything you haven't invested time or energy or oh yeah sure i mean heartache yeah if i've gone out on two dates with somebody it's almost like they are still already friends yeah exactly but like you said depending on a few things how a relationship ended how invested you were in that relationship who ended it sometimes right whether you're still emotionally attached right i can give you examples on each of those i was with somebody and they cheated on me the relationship ended and there was no talking Right. Because there was a huge issue with how that relationship ended. Right. Or if it ends without closure, it's often hard to want to be friends with that person because you never got that closure you needed to be able to transition. But in those cases, it's usually one sided as well, where one person closes off and doesn't want to be friends. But the other person is still longing for that closure and Mm -hmm. tries to be friends just for some closure. I have a question. When you were married, did you go out with female friends? Yes. That's part one. And part two, how did your wife feel about it? Yes, that's a good question. So my... Can men and women be friends? That's from When Harry Met Sally. Yeah, uh, one of the best movies ever. I know. I'll have what she's having. (laughs) (laughs) So with my wife, she accepted that I did have female friends, Mm -hmm. but I never went out with those female friends while I was married to her. And I don't think she would have liked it or appreciated it if I did do that. Now... Had you dated these female friends or were they just purely female friends? Some of... Were they friends you had both, before? Both. Or you made while you were in yeah. the marriage? I think those are all relevant factors. Yeah. So none of them I made while I was in the marriage. Uh-huh. Uh, all of them were pre-marriage. But that bugged me for obvious reasons because I have a lot of female friends. And so in current relationships or Mm -hmm. relationships that I establish now, Mm -hmm. I make it pretty clear that I have a lot of female friends. Mm -hmm. And if they aren't comfortable with that, then it's probably not going to work out because I'm not going to just get rid of my female friends for the sake of being in a relationship. I completely agree with that. I also believe it's how upfront you are with your current partner about who these friendships are with, what the context of the And I will always say something like, Yes, this is my female friend, Erica. We've never slept together, (laughs) but we do a podcast. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) For those inquiring minds that want to know. 
And in other cases, I might do, yes, this is Amanda. We had lots of sex. And but things didn't work out. But this is how you we would met. not. I do say those words. I maybe not in those exact ways, but okay. I will if, admit. If I were your partner, no. And you said this is Amanda. We had lots of sex, but it didn't. <laughs> I would punch you in the face. <laughs> what kind of introduction I, is that? I I may not say it in those exact words, but I am honest enough. <laughs> I wouldn't enough. recommend saying no. it in those words. Uh, I am honest that I was either intimate with this person, or I dated this Good. person, or what is the status. And it doesn't matter at the end of it because we're just friends and here's why we're just friends and nothing's ever going to happen. I believe honesty is the best policy. Yes. So here's what I said to the client. Again, he's asking, do you think she'd be open to staying friends if we break up? I write, that's a tough one. And I wish I could tell you something definitively. Ultimately, because, you know, just as an aside, I'd be doing someone a disservice if I said yes or no. Because I could give advice. And I could say what a general person might do, but I cannot get into every person's head because everyone's different. So that's why I said, I I wish I could tell you something definitively. Ultimately, it's up to the two people to decide if they can or want to remain friends. In this case, presuming she wants to stay in the relationship and you're the one who is ending it, I'm guessing that she will not want to be friends, at least for a little while. I know from my own experience that it's really hard to go backwards from a romantic relationship to a friendship. It's sometimes easier to be friends with someone if it was just a few dates, that's what you and I, Chris, were just saying, where there hasn't been much time invested. Once there are so many emotions and feelings, things obviously get more difficult. I have to ask, though, if she's so important to you that you want to keep her in your life, do you think you can work out the incompatibilities in your relationship? Or are they true deal breakers? In the end, you have to do what's best for you. And if she wants to remain in touch, she will. But you have to go in knowing that she may very well be out of your life for good if you're no longer romantically involved. Yeah, no, I think you covered it perfectly in that response. Absolutely. So can men and women be friends? Yes, men and women can definitely be friends. However, I do believe that the sex part will always get in the way. Okay, Billy Crystal. (laughs) You know, I I go back and forth on that. I do have male friends. But then I think to myself, has one of us been interested in the other at some point? Yeah, I think that is always going to be the justification. I think men and women can always be friends. But at some point in time, one of the parties is going to be interested in the other. And it's how that is facilitated. In general, yeah, Yeah. I, I do believe that. Now, I also would say men and women who have already been intimate and realize that that just didn't click for one reason or another or didn't work out for one reason or another can have a better friendship because then that sex will never actually get in the way. It's already been there. Maybe. I mean, I have to think that one through I, a little I bit. I mean, from my personal experience, the women who I've had intimate relationships with and neither of us have those you're desires not anymore. About it anymore. Right. You're not curious. You're not wondering if it's ever going to happen. You're not wondering if it will happen again. Neither of you are really interested in that. You can be open about it. Uh-huh. I know of a particular girl that I dated uh, for about three months, and we. We like to be called women. I remember a specific <laughs> woman that I was uh, in a relationship for, with for uh, three months. And we had a great time together. She's now in another relationship, Mm -hmm. but we connect every so often. We talk all the time and we can talk about anything. Why can we talk about anything? 
because we had that deep connection and we were basically vulnerable and open yeah. to each other during that dating period. I have a confession to make. I do have male friends who I go out with sometimes platonically. But my confession is that if I'm in a relationship and my partner is going out with female friends, I feel jealous. Mm -hmm. And I assume other people do too. But it's interesting because this is not something people generally talk about. Right. But I'm human and I want to think, well, if... You know, if I'm perfectly innocent, obviously the other person is too. But I think human nature is if the person you love is out with someone you might feel is competition, even if you've never met this person, I will express to the person I'm seeing how I feel, even if it's really hard to say, you know, I get a little jealous sometimes. But I do think that's healthier than shoving it under a rug and just acting like nothing is wrong. I agree that it's definitely healthier. Absolutely, 100%. I think being able to communicate, that is critical. It's hard. It makes you very vulnerable and it makes you feel weak. Yes. Now, I also would say that level of insecurity, anything that you may have can also stem from your past experiences in relationships absolutely. as well as your level of commitment, comfort, communication with your existing partner absolutely so for an example if i was in a relationship where my girlfriend cheated on me mm -hmm. i may be less likely to trust somebody else because i've been hurt in the past right and if i don't talk about it mm -hmm. where i say look i need you to really understand I love you mm -hmm. and this person is this person and they mean this to me and nothing more. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you're not going to still have questions in your mind because of your experience and your background and everything else. Sure, I think everything comes but into play. But I think it helps put your mind at ease by having that conversation. Yes, it gives you the validation. If you're in a comfortable relationship, hopefully that is the validation right. you need. You know, obviously, I hope things worked out with this client. I haven't talked to him in a bit, however he wanted it to. But I hope he had the courage of his convictions. If the relationship wasn't right for him, I hope he did end it in a kind manner. Yeah, and if it all worked out, then maybe they're still friends. Sometimes no news is good news, and I don't want to ask. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> all right. Anyway, thanks for listening.